1: Live from our bunk beds in Jessington Towers, grab your copy of Smash Hits, wriggle into your sleeping bag, and join us for our Bumper Slumber Pajama Party episode of Stars in Your Ears! Now please welcome your host, wearing her fluffy bunny slippers, her Baby Spice T-shirt, and with a pink towel twirled around her head, pretending it's her mummy's hairdo. Yes, she can do all the voices in our bedtime stories. It's Jess Robinson!
0: Have you made the Midnight Feast? Yeah Kitch Have you picked out a nail polish colour? Uh, Yeah (laughs) Rob, have you got the hair dye? Yeah It's celebrity slumber party time I'm so glad you could stay the night I'm wearing my PJs and I've chilled the wine So let's all have a pillow to our sleepover. It's just like the one the Pink Ladies had in Greece except instead of his ears we're piercing Rob's Welcome to the show You're gonna hear stars in your ears
2: There's no better place to go If you wanna get stars
3: up in our ones for some girly time, time. I've got my favorite teddy bear.
1: I'm wearing baths as face pack to nourish my skin. And I'm braiding Michael's hair. Out your
4: tight!
2: Welcome to the show. You're gonna hear that.
0: how fabulous of you to swing by. Episode 7. Tonight, we'll be bringing all of the stars from all over the world and beyond into all of your ears and beyond. I'm Jess Robinson <laughs> and once again, I'm joined by all of the famous girls in the world jumping on their beds in their negligees. we? Oh wow! I'm a serious businesswoman. Jessie, it's past midnight. Stop Giggling and turn the lights off now! (laughs) There you go, it was Liza, the Pricey, and my mum interrupting the fun there. You join us in what I like to refer to as the nesting room of Jessington Towers. This is where the boys and I have our bunk beds. I'm on the top bunk and the boys naturally share the bottom. (laughs) And we've been joined Mm. by the newest member of Jessington World of Adventures, Duncan the Rat, who's made a lovely little nest Mm. in Kitch's Bass Drum. It is so good to be back together again, enjoying a girl's night in, especially after the way last week's episode ended. Uh, naturally, there's quite a lot to catch you up on. Um, but before we go any further, let me introduce you to my girl gang. On Keys, it's Michael Ralston. Wow, Michael, your hair looks so glossy. Hello.
1: Thanks, Jess. Kitch tried some new conditioner on it. The coconut smells so good. And I'm feeling Coco Loco. <laughs> by the way i'm really sorry for last week jess thanks again for rescuing us
0: don't mention it on drums it's jonathan kitching wow that friendship bracelet's beautiful kitch also i love duncan's little pjs and slippers hello
5: thanks jess i made them and the friendship bracelet is actually for you I'm sorry to say thank you for bailing oh, us out last so week. Oh, that's so
0: sweet. Thank you. And on bass and guitars, it's the lovely Rob Lamont. Hello. I think we should get some ice on that, Rob.
6: I love you, Jess. I'm so glad we're all friends oh, again. Oh, I
0: love you too, and so am I. Yippee! <laughs> What's? <laughs> <laughs> Who is this person? So happy. <laughs> First, I think we should explain to the listeners what happened last week <laughs> and why your voice sounds so strange. Uh,
6: do we have to?
0: Yes. Michael, do you want to start?
1: Well... Things came to a bit of a head last week. We were really angry with each other. Mm. Yeah, and when Rosie Jones invited us out for drinks, we just went and left you here.
0: Yeah, I I was being a dick, I was.
1: And Rosie kept making us do shots. Mm. She was a real bully, actually.
0: Mm. She's a mean
1: drinker, and just mean. We couldn't say no. I fell in love with the traffic cone. We were so drunk. I wasn't. Then we ran out of alcohol. Rosie said we should break
5: into the local pub. And Rob had to be on lookout and blow into a traffic cone like a conch if he saw anyone
1: coming. Naturally. And Rosie broke a window. And all the alarms went off. And Rob got Mm. scared and tried to hide inside the traffic cone. It was my girlfriend. Sure. And he got it down over his head and shoulders. And then the police turned up and arrested us. But Rosie told them that we'd kidnapped her.
0: Classic Rosie Jones.
1: So she got off scot-free. But not before pointing Rob out. In his cunning traffic cone
6: disguise. I was starting to feel suffocated in the relationship. Well, we're
1: all taken to the police station. And then we called you. You rescued us. And brought us back to Jessington Towers. Gave us a nice bath.
6: Uh, more of a hose down.
1: And now we're all safe in our bunk beds.
6: And the traffic cone is still stuck on my head.
1: It's sticking in my back. I don't think that's the traffic cone, Mike. What? But we're all friends again. <laughs> and we love each other very yes, much.
0: Yes, we do.
6: <laughs> and the traffic cone is still stuck on my head.
0: Sure, don't worry, Rob, OK? I've asked our celebrity guest to send some WD-40 and goose fat.
6: Oh, so we can get the cone off?
0: No, so we can play with the Scalex tricks and eat roast potatoes! Yay! Best Yay! sleepover forever! Ever.
1: Oh, it's nice to have things back to it normal. It is
0: indeed. It is <laughs> lovely to have you back. Never cross me again. Down in your Let's get this celebrity slumber party started. Uh We have got an impressions packed musical chat extravaganza in store for you tonight. You mimic remasters have been sending in your silly voices. We've sent our brilliant celebrity a particularly daft randomizer. And God knows what it's going to be, but I'm certain that once again, our fantasy duet will be a roaring success. So let's get this week's wonderful celebrity on. Now, I know that a lot of you listeners will already know who this week's guest is. In, In fact, I expect this is the first time some of you have found this podcast because, like me, you're uh, a little bit in love with this person. Now, boys, it's time to stick on your vocal detective hats, take the magnifying glasses out of your 90s, and tell me who is it? Who's
4: our guest? Who's our guest? Who's our very special
5: guest? Who's our guest? Who's our guest? Come make way now for our guest. Who's our guest? Who's our guest? Come on, please, now tell us dear. who's our guest?
7: Who's our guest? Who's our very special guest?
1: Hello. Oh. She's originally from Australia, but has studied, lived and worked in London for many years. I can tell she's an actor and a writer and an improviser and
5: an author of a best-selling book and an executive producer. And if I'm not mistaken, a stand-up comedian. Oh.
6: Hello. Is that all you got, guys? I can hear that she's worked as an interpreter in both sign language and Japanese, Mm. read English at Oxford, and used to be a Jehovah's Witness.
0: Oh, very nice. Wow, let's have
7: one Mm. more. Hello.
6: Oh, mm. she was
1: the 2016 Writers Guild Award winner for best radio comedy for her hit BBC Radio 4 series. Nice. And she is an Edinburgh Fringe regular.
6: Are you even trying? She's obviously an activist, feminist and screenwriter. In fact, her Davy feature <laughs> film is the comedy thriller Say My Name, premiered on 19th of March 2019.
7: Cool.
0: Wow. <laughs> Yeah. Go on, let's have one last one. Let's bring it home. Hello, hello. She's an
1: ambassador for Amnesty International. Blimey, Jess, how did you get her to agree to come on this?
0: Just about. <laughs> Blackmail.
6: God, guys, you haven't even mentioned the fact that she's the host of the wildly popular comedy podcast The Guilty Feminist, which has had over 50 million downloads in 20 months. <sighs> And has been recorded live in the UK, Australia, Denmark, and the US.
0: (laughs) Yeah, basically a bagged Wonder Woman. Boys, who's our guest?
6: It's Deborah Francis White. (laughs)
4: White. So in your ears, welcome,
8: Deborah. Thank you so much for having me,
0: Deborah. um, First of all, I have to ask you, what are you wearing tonight to our pajama party?
8: I went with a classic nightshirt, nothing underneath. Mm. Oh, mm. do
0: you mean like a businessman's sort of night, shirt, the night the morning after, sorry, and then you go and get the
8: coffee and your long legs look all sexy? Many people think I'm in love with Don Draper from Mad Men, but in reality <laughs> I want to be him. Okay. I'm great. a feminist, but <laughs> <laughs> I want to be Don Draper. Yeah, I love That's why I, I dress like him when I'm around the house. I love it, and you look spectacular. Deborah,
0: which mm. instrument would you like? Would you like piano, bass, guitar, or
8: drums for your underscore? Oh, I think I think it's nice to have a bit of a percussive underscore, so I'm going to go oh, for nice. drums. Nice! You never get mm. picked, Kitsch! This is no, your no, moment! I don't.
4: <laughs>
8: and what sort of mood do you want Kitsch to play? Well, mm. look, we're all locked down in quarantine. Mm. I'm in my, my Don Draper night shirt. <laughs> I feel a bit of... That madmen '60s, but not the counterculture '60s. The culture, culture '60s. The the top line capitalist.
5: Okay, let's. Uh, let me see if I can reference that. Um, just one second.
8: I mean, it could be anything from the '60s. I may have been overly prescriptive. <laughs> so, sorry. You have
5: to do, it's a bit like a mirage. You have to fill in the blanks in your head. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Because he's recording in his bedroom with no kit. <laughs> oh. It's not what you wanted, is it, Deborah? What a shit band! <laughs> I um, love it. <laughs> Deborah, who are your favourite singers? Let's start. What sort of music have you been listening to during
8: lockdown? Ah, uh, Erica Badu. Is oh yes, just an incredible, incredible singer. So I've been, uh, I've been under the apple tree quite a lot. Oh, I love. I'm not that. going to lie. Yeah, um, very different from the Andrews Sisters version. It's so different from the Andrews <laughs> Sisters version, but I'm sure that later on you will do. Uh, you you will you'll be able to to replicate Erica Badu that. I
0: singing "Don't Sit Under the Apple Tree" <laughs> might be quite interesting.
8: <laughs> <laughs> I've also listened to the new Lady Gaga album a couple of times. Oh, yes. oh Love a bit what of do Gaga. you think of it? I don't think it's classic Gaga, but mm-hmm. the thing is about. Gaga is that six months later it is classic Gaga and suddenly it's all that's in your head.
0: Yes, that's a very so maybe it is. That's a good observation. Yeah sometimes you have to
8: leave the tea bag in for a while with music. (laughs) Yeah, you do. You
0: absolutely do. I found that with Beyonce's Lemonade. I um, I had to listen to it a couple of times and then it was
8: my absolute soundtrack when I was getting divorced. It was perfect. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I mean, we all need something when we're getting divorced. (laughs) Um, sorry, my husband's just shut the door, so probably safe to say this, but I'm stacking up the Adele CDs for the
9: end of lockdown. <laughs>
8: Great. I'm joking, I'm joking. Tom Slitsky, if you're listening, I'm really, really not, but it was too good a joke to, to pass by. It's like a roadside services, isn't it? It's sort of like yeah. you, you you think, oh, I don't really need anything, but let's stop in case <laughs> nice to stretch my legs. What sort of music puts you in a good mood? My, my personal training workout sessions have been yes. uh, all done on the, 80s and 90s Spotify tracks. Mm. Beautiful. A little bit of 80s, a little bit of 90s for, you know, waking yourself up in the morning and, you know, jumping around a bit, uh, putting yourself in the mood. And do you know what I think, Jess? What? There are days when I'm doing a particularly difficult set of push-ups, which I can do now. I don't mean to go on about it. Don't mean to brag, but I can do push-ups and I couldn't at the beginning of lockdown. (laughs) There are days (laughs) when I'm doing push-ups. With your
0: legs out and everything.
8: No, don't be ridiculous. On my knees. But... But well, I couldn't do those. I couldn't do those with beginning of lockdown. I know I look like a big strong girl. People mistake me. I've got terrible upper body strength. I mean really, really, really me sad. Too. Sad upper body strength. But I've been working on it. And when I'm doing a very, very difficult like a plank, I can now hold a plank for over a minute. Whoa! Any way you like. I can do a plank any way you like. If nice. feet, knees, whatever. Um better nails. And if I if under pressure comes on, yeah. um, there are days where I truly believe that I can montage us all through lockdown. <laughs> I can just, like, <laughs> rocky montage. One day I've the Tiger came on, I was like, a rocky montage us all through this shit. <laughs> by the time I get out of this plank and then do a bit of this kind of shadow boxing, Oh yeah. any kind of step aerobics, my, my personal trainer Emma loves step aerobics, by the time I get out of this, baby, we're all going to be through. We're all going to be through to the other side. I'll have montaged it. It's not worked yet, but I specify the word yet. Yet is the operative word in that sentence.
0: How have you actually found
8: time to do this, being, I think, the busiest woman I know? I mean, honestly, it's a combination, I think, of of knowing I'm going to die. (laughs) Um, I was in a religion that, genuinely, I know that sounds absurd because everyone knows they're going to die, sort of, intellectually, but I... I sometimes meet people that I think really know their mortality. And I was in a yeah. doomsday religion that yeah. thought when doomsday came, I would live on, you know, live out some paradise fantasy. So I was mm-hmm. trained to think in a high control group that I wouldn't die. And when I had the epiphany that I very much would, and that was all large parabolics, I went, oh, I've got a limited window and I've now wasted some of it on my knees, but not in a fun way. <laughs> I got all Shirley MacLaine. <laughs> And oh, yeah. in sweet charity, oh yes, yeah. do you know what I mean Good by reference. that uh so uh yeah uh, but uh you know what I mean you know what I mean by Shirley MacLaine.
0: yes, there's gonna be something better than this there's gotta be yeah not if yeah. they could see me now that little gang of mine although that's what you're singing
8: now that's what I'm singing now yeah. yes, but, but they can see me because i'm uh, I'm all over the internet and very occasionally you telly you are so. indeed <laughs>
0: Would you would you like to pick one of the band to do something a bit more, maybe a bit more Aussie? Oh,
8: yeah. Yeah, yeah. Could we have a keyboard do yeah. something Australian? Oh, we'll sing Matilda. Deborah, tell me about the different Australian accents. OK, regionally, there's not much difference. Like, I can't tell where Australian's from. Right. Um, but I had a singing teacher once. Yeah. Who said that Australian voices were good for show tunes because of the placement in the mouth that uh, very posh English people, the Queen, speaks right at the front of her mouth and there's a lot of air there. Yes. And then if you get a Cockney or a a regional British accent, it's a little bit further back. And then American is back here. Yeah, And then Australia's as far back in the mouth as you can go. (laughs) (laughs) And so that's... There's a lot of belts there, so that's where you get a lot of Hugh Jackmans and uh, and okay. Aussie Aussies on Broadway, Aussies in in the West End, Aussies in opera, and New Zealanders. Um, but no. this is my trick for teaching people to do an Australian accent. Yes, please. Um, it's it's just right at the back of your mouth. You don't yeah. open your mouth because the flies will get in. <laughs> but you do make your mouth as wide as possible. So like really the wide wide mouth, right? So just like a post box, just really, really wide. Yeah. And and Australians are famous for the rising inflection. Yeah. So everything Did goes up and I went yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the rising what you'll notice inflection. now if you're in Australia or if you perhaps YouTube some of the television shows. Um is that Australians in the media have been told, don't go up at the end, don't do a rising inflection, do a falling inflection. So you'll hear people on uh, the television then now um, reporting and going right down at the end. So i will say, ah. oh, there was, a, there was a shark today at Bondi Beach and everyone <laughs> had to get out of the water. And that, I honestly believe, I, I, I have heard and believe. That they've been told to go down to fight going up but it, it goes down in a way like it's dying <laughs> <laughs> i don't think it needs to do either of those and can i just say yeah uh sometimes people get annoyed if i for fun do an australian accent on the guilty feminist but i think it's the sexiest accent ever because it's the accent of, I'm doing it very lovingly, it was the one, yeah. you know, I grew up with quite a metropolitan Australian you're accent. Allowed it was much to do it. Than you're it, you're Aussie. But also, it's very sexy to me because it's the accent all the boys I couldn't have sex with when I was growing up had. <laughs> so all the boys I fancy didn't fancy me had this voice, so I find it very attractive. Oh, Deborah. Yeah. In a, you know, if it's the right guy. <laughs> yes. I'm Especially like, in oh. your
0: business shirt. Oh. I love that. I have often in the past um, and friends of mine have gone, oh, which part of Australia are you from, to someone with what they think is an Australian accent but it's actually New Zealand and the person's always very offended in my Mm -hmm. experience. What's the difference between an Australian and New Zealand accent? Can you point out some differences so people can detect it?
8: Yes. Um, So uh, a name like Chris... Um mm-hmm. so in, in England you'd say Chris. Mm-hmm. Like eh. Chris. In Australia you'd say Chris. Chris. But in New Zealand you'd say Chris, Chris, Chris. Yes. Crush. Fush and chups. Fush and chups is the famous one, yes. <laughs> uh but uh but but uh, there are there are a lot of vowel sounds that are really shortened like that. And uh I once met a man who whose parents were Irish but had been raised in the East End of London and he sounded Australian.
0: One of the things that I really wanted to ask you, and I may as well ask you now, was when you finally met your birth mum, do you think that your voice has any of her in it? Does it have similarities, even though she didn't bring you up? Do you have the same sort of tone as her or the same sort of pitch or the same sort of, I don't know, vocal tics or mannerisms? Or or do you think you have that of your... Your parent, your adoptive parents, that's the ones, yeah, yeah, um
8: I think I do I mean it's very different because we 've had very different lives, and she went to live in New Zealand and I went to live mm-hmm. in England, but there are just there's a quality to it that is similar, I mean, we look virtually identical i look she always says I look more like her than than her daughters that she raised, but mm-hmm. I mean, we all look very similar, but i I probably look well I do look the most like her, I look mm-hmm. exactly like my biological grandmother, the biggest thing that I think is the same is. I saw my sisters taking the piss out of my birth mother Mm -hmm. by doing this gesture like she was playing the piano, like, right, everybody, we're going now. And (laughs) on, on on every syllable, it looks like she's playing the piano. Come on, everybody, we're going. And yeah. my friends have taken the piss out of me doing the same thing when I do stand up comedy, oh, and that was I freaky. Love that. Wow! <laughs> and so, although that's not really vocal, it is rhythmical. Absolutely, and it's something yeah. about our rhythms are the same, and, and I the think way that's that what you express do. yourself. There's, yeah, there's a little quality in our voice that's the same, and then our rhythms are the same.
0: So interesting, Ooh. Deborah. It's time for one of our most popular sections of the podcast, where you get to randomly pair any song with any singer. And we'll perform it here on the spot. Randomizer,
2: randomizer, it's time for the impressions. Randomizer.
0: Oh my god, that is so random. I didn't expect totally that. Totally out of the blue. Random. Randomizer. So this week, Deborah, I've sent you an indoor celebrity spa. Thought you'd like one of those. Have you got your spa uniform on?
8: Uniform. Oh, I thought I was attending the spa. Am I giving the treatments? Yeah. Oh, no, I had not understood that. But don't worry, I'll get out again and pop the uniform on. Yes. Thank you. Lovely.
0: And uh, have you got some comfortable shoes? We've got to wear comfortable shoes. Yes, heads. Amazing. Fantastic. Um, Would you like to switch on some soothing music? Would you like some pan pipes or some whale music?
8: Mm. Uh, I'll go for the pan pipes, please.
0: Great. It's actually me playing the recorder, but I really hope you enjoy it. Sitting in front of you, Deborah, are three pop stars who haven't had a trim since lockdown began. Mm. And their hair has grown so long, it's totally obscuring their faces, so there's no way of knowing who they are. And there are actual birds nesting in their barnets. Um, I'd like you to choose one. Uh, which one do you want to go for? Do you want to go for the left, the right or the middle? Uh, I will go for the middle, please. The middle, lovely. OK, if you grab those scissors to your right, cut the hair of your chosen celeb, revealing who's underneath. And just to be safe, Deborah, pop on those safety goggles because uh, the mummy birds are not going to like their nests being disturbed and they will attack. OK. She's cutting. cutting.
8: Wow, OK, thanks, Deborah. Who's, uh, who's underneath? Well... This is interesting that I started this with talking about the 60s. What an yeah. incredible co- coincidence. It's Janis Joplin.
7: Oh,
0: oh.
8: Deborah, thank
7: oh, you.
0: If you right. go, we're going we're gonna, we're gonna to choose the song now, Deborah. So uh, if you go into mm. the massage section just across from you, so there's a little oven there full of some hot stones. If you open the oven, I'm really sorry I didn't get you any gloves, but if you do this quickly, I'm sure it won't burn too much. Pains in the mind, isn't it? I want you to turn over the twelve
8: hot stones until you find one with a song title written on the bottom. The song title here—it says—is uh, it's not a Jonas Joplin classic. Oh, it's right. Dance Monkey.
0: Okay, amazing. Your hands all right? They're feeling okay? Oh,
8: okay. I I will need I will need to go to the uh, to A and R. Uh, immediately after the podcast, but I'll be fine for the duration. Sure, sure, we great. Do all the
3: guests,
0: great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just run them under cold water. Yeah, but run them under the cold water after this.
8: Okay, mm. so A and e. a and E, not A and R. i a and E. I'm, I'm not doing. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not a 70s music man on the prowl looking for young stars to seduce and promise things to I'm never going to deliver. I meant accident and emergency.
0: I thought I thought myself A and R that doesn't sound right, and then I thought no Stepper Francis White is something
8: I don't know about yet. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> I just thought I can't remember the name, of it. it's actually an emergency A and E. I kept thinking E R, and I was like, no, that's American. We don't have that. <laughs> okay, I might need to come with you for my voice
0: after this. Boys, are you ready? Janis Joplin, yeah, singing right. the hit song "Dance Monkey." Ready. How are we yeah, going to okay. do this?
5: Okay. On me, guys. I've got this.
4: Oh! All right. oh, come on, come on
2: say. Oh my God, I've seen the way you shine Take your hand, my dear, and place both in mine You know you stopped me dead when I was passing by Now I beg to see you dance, just one more me for me, dance for me. Oh, oh, oh. I've never seen anybody do the things you do before Come on Move for me, move for me, move for me hey, 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 hey. When you're done I'll make you do it all
4: again Come on, come on Come
0: on, dance Woo! Oh.
4: Yeah, yeah
0: it's it that voice, you know. Honey, listen close.
6: Listen close, Because this
3: is where I really need you. I need you. If this is your bag, then give us a tag and post on your social media.
0: Another one, Deborah. Would you like uh, panpipes or whale music? Oh, let's go for
8: whale. We've had panpipes.
0: Great. It's actually me doing the whale, and uh, Michael did point out earlier it actually mm-hmm. sounds like a dolphin. Good choice. I don't do animal impressions. Hit it. Oh, thank you. It's good, isn't it? <laughs> actually, sounds a bit like my mum nagging. Josh, yes. tidy your room.
1: <laughs> OK. It's just a soprano
0: whale. <laughs> <laughs> I did some more... Ooh, coming
8: up. <laughs> I don't know if that's where I did it. Sounds I like you're giving birth. That's a birthing. That's a bir- me in the birthing pool. <laughs> right. Maybe that's why they play whale well music when women give, give birth. It makes them feel not alone.
0: Yeah. <laughs> really? I could just be whimpering at the side. OK, Deborah, if you pick up the phone... You're going to have a very panicky personal assistant uh, on the line who's about to inform you that their celebrity boss dropped their engagement ring in the hot tub. Could Ooh. you please just uh, soothe that PA in your most professional manner and then head to the plunge pool?
8: Yes, we have this a lot. Don't <laughs> worry. Don't worry. Kitsch. Our maintenance man is an mm. expert at retrieving anything anyone's left in the jacuzzi. <laughs> and, and I do mean anything.
0: <laughs> I'll get me that if you go to the hot tub um, uh, with Kitchener's net, see if you can fish that ring
8: out. Yes, 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 I think I've got it. Oh,
0: wonderful. Okay. There's a name, a celebrity name, engraved on the inside of the ring. Can you
8: tell me who it says? The, there's initials here, G-S. Uh, oh. And then on the hmm. other side, it says Gwen. Oh, yeah. And then Stefani. Oh. Gwen Stefani. One of my favourites. Oh, uh. OK, finally, Deborah.
0: I'd like you to just pop into the waxing suite. Um, oh. There's quite a hairy celebrity on the table
8: there, but that's fine. He's lying on his it's front. It's the end of lockdown. Which of us do not need a wax <laughs> at this point?
0: I have not done my bikini line in 11 weeks, just, just I saying. I truly
8: it. believe, Jess, that the first Thursday after lockdown, we will come out onto the streets and applaud the waxes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Well, you're about to be one of those people that gets applauded because I would like you to start removing the hair from this celebrity's back. Tattooed underneath all of that back. Yeah. Uh, Tattooed underneath all of the hair is a song title. (laughs) Can you
8: believe it? Could you you start waxing and... it see does seem reveal. implausible now that you've mentioned it, Jess. <laughs> I'm not sure that you should draw attention to that, if I'm entirely honest. I think the phrase is like, can you believe it, show, probably should be left out. <laughs> Edit that out. Edit that out. <laughs> oh, here, here it uh, is. Implausibly, but actually. The, the implausible truth here it is. Uh, and that song title is, Well, It's Not the First Time a Celebrity's Been Accused of Being This in the Soho House Spa, Shallow.
0: <laughs> oh. Okay, so you want Gwen Stefani singing Shallow.
8: I really do. I want that so much. <laughs> okay. okay. I want that more than I want the end of lockdown.
0: Do you? (laughs) Let's. Why don't we do it in the style of Sweet Escape, Gwen Stefani? Oh yeah, okay, that's a good one. Um,
1: Rob, do you want to start this one off? Yeah, Yeah.
6: let's all in together. I think.
0: I'm gonna myself S-H-A-L-L-O-W Robbing. I mean, good grooving, Rob.
8: What sort of mood do you fancy Rob? Well, my amazing dance teacher, Melissa Bravo, Mm. has has done a lot of sort of like musical theatre jazz with me, Mm. but she's also Mm. done some uh, street and commercial, Mm. which is more, I know, implausibly for everybody. It's even more implausible than the fact that I've waxed a celebrity's back (laughs) because I've done hip hop dancing (laughs) while in (laughs) lockdown. So, we, so for that reason, I would like something akin to the salsa or samba, okay. whatever you fancy.
6: Um,
0: okay, I'll do it. Spanish,
8: in any way. Oh, drink that cocktail, Deborah. Oh, oh how lovely. It has invited it, hasn't it? Mm. It's lovely. Oh, yes. So, Deborah, let's talk about your own voice. What do you think of it? Do you know what? I have to listen to it so much for the guilty feminist. Right. Because I'd have to listen to the edit to just check what's been said. If I ever Mm -hmm. don't listen to the edit because I run out of time that week, there's always something that I've left in that, while it might have been spontaneous in the room, I would have edited out of broadcasting Mm -hmm. something because publishing Mm -hmm. something is different from an ad-lib conversation. So I try and listen every week, and I really don't look forward to it because it, it feels like work listening to myself Right. I think sometimes uh, I don't mind my speaking voice and uh, sometimes I think it's quite low and it's quite round mm-hmm. and sometimes I think, well, that's good because it's got heft, like me. But there are times when I'd like to be more dainty. You
0: use your, your voice as a feminist to help women all over the world and encourage them to speak out and, and give others a voice who don't have a platform to speak for themselves. Why and and how is that important to you?
8: Oh, I mean, it's so important. I I started this podcast to wallow in my own oppression and what I've learned more about than anything is my own privilege. And really the privilege it's been to amplify, the good kind of privilege it's been to amplify the voices of women and people of minority genders Mm -hmm. who have a story to tell, whose community lives in the margins and is very... Infrequently given mm. any kind of mainstream platform has been absolutely the honour of my life. Wow, that's a brilliant answer.
0: When we were on tour doing the Guilty Feminist, I did a song called One Voice, which oh. you particularly liked and seemed to really resonate with the audience, didn't it? All of the, all of the women, oh, and we always Jane got a, a really. I, I was very surprised at the. Response probably I don't
8: yeah. Well, you did so many brilliant like feminist anthem medleys and things like that mm. that were wonderful and got everybody going and everybody. You're so funny and the way you can do duets between Barbara Streisand and Judy Garland and it's just incredible. And the audience was so lifted by music and comedy can do something powerful, important. It's so important to laugh, but music is a language everybody understands. If someone had been brought along, didn't even speak English at an English-speaking gig, mm. they would feel the power of the music and they would be up mm. dancing or moving wherever they were sitting, uh, if that's not something they wanted to do and they, or could do, they would be completely encompassed and enveloped in it. And I think because it's a comedy show, you probably thought, oh, some of these more comedy numbers are going to be the ones that are the big hits or they were. But then I knew as soon as I heard it, I was like, that's the one. And it wasn't, a, it's not a comedy song at all it's 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 funny in places because you sing it as different women yeah uh, that are famous with different famous voices but but when you sing it at the end in your own voice it's so powerful and it became so powerful for all of the amazing guilty feminists who turned up to be with us and so much so that I asked you to sing it at the Royal Albert Hall. Oh, it was amazing. When we did what our experience. show there and get the audience to sing at the end a cappella and it was stunning, absolutely stunning.
0: Yep. It was the most incredible experience. I've never I've never felt uh, part of a sisterhood so much before, actually, because um, I think I have been the guiltiest of feminists. <laughs> it was a huge eye-opener to... Um, to tour with you and, and be so inspired by women using their voices in such a powerful way. Well, since there are loads of guilty feminists listening and you like it, um, here it is.
9: The sound of voices,
2: too. The sound of me singing with you, helping each other to make it through. This is the sound of voices, too. This is the sound of. This is the sound of
0: The door. Hey, Rob, play something feminist quickly.
3: Woo, child, tired of the bullshit. Go on, just your shoulders off. Keep it moving, yes, Lord. Trying to get some new shit in there, swimwear, going to the bullshit. Come now, come dry your eyes. You know you a star, you can touch the sky. I know that it's hard, but you have to try. If you need advice, let me simplify. If Don't love you anymore. Just walk your fine ass out the door.
0: Why don't you play something while we unwrap our presents and Deborah tells the listeners what she got us? Uh,
6: yeah, uh, Spice Girls. No,
0: uh. Aretha. Yeah, R E S P C T. Mm. We've got five presents. That's so generous of you, Deborah. Thank you so much.
7: I'm give, 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 gang. Thank you so much. You
0: I really love this mm. uh, this wrapping paper. Debs, will you um? Tell the listeners what you got us. Uh, oh yeah.
8: For Michael, um, yeah. I got beard softener because oh, he's got a lovely that's beard. Thank you. Yeah. yeah it's a bit prickly. For Kitch, I got Ooh. beard softener because he's got a lovely beard.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And for thank Rob, nice. I got stubble
8: much. softener because he's got lovely stubble. Oh. Thank, thank you. Thank and Jess, <laughs> uh, for you, I got Veet. Thank you, thank you. Because it's that point I need, down when you just said you haven't waxed for so long and I don't know if you wish to or don't wish to. I'm going to have to layer it up, to be honest. No, because as a feminist, you may have now decided you don't need to remove your hair for the world, but I personally do enjoy a smooth leg on my other smooth leg in bed.
0: Yes, when you're (laughs) rubbing them together like a fly. It's, it's nice.
8: <laughs> it's like you've got a webcam in my bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't think um, you'd notice. What was in the fifth parcel, Kitch?
5: Well, there's a note and a little glittery podium for Duncan for him to do his tap dancing on. Thanks, Deborah.
8: Stage. So he's got a place to do a tap dance. Oh, that'll go with his tap shoes, top hat and cane. Can you teach a rat to
5: tap dance? Well, I've already taught him how to whistle. Go on, Duncan.
0: <whistles>
5: wow. Wow. Oh. All right. I think you like you Jess.
0: Deborah, it's time for this week's impressions lesson. Impressions
3: lessons. So, you want to sound like that guy? Jess can show you how. If you want to sing like that
0: gal, Jess will see you now. It's Jess's impressions lessons. And by the way, listeners, we really love that you're learning along and sending in your clips. Deborah, who are you and our lovely Jessingtons going to
8: learn to do today? Well, I'm glad you've asked. Um, I'm, I'm a big good. fan of Marlene Dietrich. Oh, um, yes. she's, she's so sonorous.
0: She really is. So for people that, that don't know, she was a German-American actress and she's basically the epitome of a femme fatale, isn't she? She's mm. very, very sensual. She just stood at the mic and she delivered in the most calm, collective, almost can't-really-be-bothered manner, didn't mm. she?
8: She was more of a shoegazer, more Britpop than anything. Yes.
0: So let's start by getting into her speaking voice. Slow in German- and she doesn't move her mouth very much at all when she speaks.
7: Slow and German. Yes. And pouty. And she doesn't move her mouth very much when she speaks.
0: No. We could say one of her famous quotes. She said, Darling, the legs aren't so beautiful. I just know what to do with them.
7: Liebchen, <laughs> the legs are not so beautiful. <laughs> I just know what to do with them.
0: Oh, yes, I love that. So on the next step, we're going to extend your Marlena speaking voice so it becomes singing. She doesn't suck her stomach muscles in or anything like that. It's just very authentic and very simple and very her. It's very much her speaking voice. So if we just say, let's just say, listen to me sing.
7: Listen to
0: me sing. That's lovely. It's quite resonant. Now, if we just extend those vowels, so it becomes "Listen to me sing." It's
7: basically her voice. Listen to me sing. I mean, that is it, isn't it? Yeah.
0: (laughs) So let's maybe try doing an arpeggio. Just um, we'll say "Listen to me sing" again because I like it. So instead of "Listen to me sing," she does. Listen to me sing. Like a bit of a a cello.
7: Listen to me sing. Yeah, that's it. That's it.
0: (laughs) Okay, so our last step, Deborah Frances White. Um, We are going to finish by just doing a chorus of one of her most famous songs, Falling in Love Again.
7: Falling in love again. Falling in love again. Yes, never wanted to. Never wanted to. Lovely. What am I to do? What am I to do? Lovely. I can't help it. I can't help it. I'll Zarin. be back. Zarin, that was close as well.
0: Well
5: done. <laughs> <Woo-hoo>. <laughs> Very good, very good.
0: Can you perform a marvellous Marlene? Then record yourself and pop your impression to JessRobinsonEmail at gmail.com. JessRobinsonEmail at gmail.com. Deborah, it's now one of the most popular parts. I say that about every part because this is such a popular podcast, but this is one of the most popular parts of the podcast. <laughs> so <where> popular. Listeners, <laughs> listeners can get involved and display some of their impressions We've got all sorts this week from Stacey Solomon and Holly Willoughby. To Brian Cox, Louis Theroux, and even a bit of Brittany. So sit back, mm. close your eyes, and open your log holes for our seventh impressions gallery. Hiya,
9: it's Sally here. Um, I just thought I'd do one for you. Um, it's Melania Hi Trump. Yeah. I just thought I'd try it. Well oh, then you. Sally. <laughs> it's not very good, but I'll give it a go. Hello, it's great to be here. <laughs> I like it very much. <laughs> Um, there are so many things I want to say but can't say them really and uh, one thing I do know is that we are going to make America a great <laughs> again thank, thank you. you Sally hi
6: Louis um, just wanted to find out uh, how, you had, how you had coping with it's Louis the, uh, Theroux that's quite the good lockdown how's that all uh, how's that going you alright Yes, yeah, good, good. Um, it's a little bit awkward
2: oh my god oh my god have McDonald's, and the man said, I can have what a smell, and we ended up in KFC. <laughs> and that <laughs> is my Daisy's
9: <laughs> <Stacey's cousin laughs> impression. And here's my Ollie Willoughby impression. Hello, I'm Ollie Willoughby, and I've sent everything and I came in. Hiya, it's Sally again. um I've also got the Queen as well, I think well, love I love so I'll try her. It is with great pride and amazing privilege that I give this talk to you today. I've been so overwhelmed with all the love and support you've shown me over the Ooh. years. And I'd just like to say thank you from the bottom of my heart for all of your well wishes. And I forgot to do one more. I'm totally utterly excited to be here. And that's my sheriff. One.
6: <laughs> Hi, my name's Brian Cox. I'm just so excited. It's just amazing that SpaceX have
1: managed to fly two people into space.
9: <laughs> um, and the last one I've got is a bit of Brittany. Kitty kitty, kitty kitty, ow. Oh. Kitty kitty, 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 kitty ow. Oh. Kitty, kitty kitty, 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 oh. Early morning, she wakes oh. up. Knock, knock, <laughs> knock on the dough mm-hmm. <laughs> It's time to make a perfect smile. It's you there. All waiting for, for. Oh, wait
4: and fall, She does the echo, so like She,
9: she, she does, lucky does her own I love it. Hollywood girl, <laughs> and they say she's so lucky, she's a star, but she cry, cry, cries in her lonely heart, thinking, oh, there's nothing missing in my oh. life, then why do these tears can end. Yes! Wow. Wow.
7: wow. Wow. Go, Sally. <gasps>
2: wow.
9: I think. Tell
0: oh. you
5: what, watch your back, Jess. Sally yes. does her own
0: reverb. <laughs> and love and a bit of mm.
8: <clears throat> I loved... Oh, wow. Which. Yeah. which did you have a favourite there, Deborah? Uh, my favourite was the Queen. That I absolutely love that. Mm. I always think if you want to. When I watch <laughs> The Crown, when I watch The Crown, I always think um, if you want to do The Queen. You just have to, or any of anyone in the crown, really. You just have to yes. look like it's medically impossible to give a blowjob. <laughs> just the way it's, just the way it's medically impossible for Prince Andrew to sweat. <laughs> I
3: was gonna, it's, it's the tightness of the mouth that
0: says,
8: oh, yes. I, if I open my mouth any wider, I don't know what might slip out. I hate this. I hate this. Let
0: me out.
4: <laughs>
0: Thank you very much to David Jones, Ping Lee, Cassidy Hopkins, and Sally Adnand. Hooray! doesn't matter Mm -hmm. if they're brilliant or basic. Mm. We love it when you send your voices. So pop a voice note to JessRobinsonemail at gmail.com. And not only could you be featured on our next impression sessions, but you could be in with a chance of winning some exclusive Stars In Your Ears earplugs at the end of the series, which is going to be announced next week! Stars In Your Ears! Deborah. Yes? If for any weird... Crazy reason someone listening to this podcast has not heard of you or wants to know where to find out more about you. So
8: just Google Deborah Francis White. It's Francis with an E hyphen white like the colour. I'm on Twitter. I'm at Deborah FW. On uh, Instagram, I'm at DF Dubs. Or you can always Google the Guilty Feminist podcast and all our socials and everything will come up there as well. And you can go to guiltyfeminist.com and find out anything you want to know about the podcast. Deborah.
0: Let's down that Lambrini and spin the bottle, cos it's time for our fantasy duet.
4: <laughs>
0: Listen, Listen. Deborah, Deborah, it's time to make your wish come true. Truth or dare, Dance. snog your
2: hand and we'll, we'll look, look inside, inside of you.
0: A dream. Everyone has a dream, someone they look up to, Ooh, yeah. so apart from me, though it'll actually be me, who's your
2: favourite singer, who, cause it's time for our fantasy duet.
0: Deborah Francis-White, who are you going to be for our fantasy duet? I'm going to be Marlena Dietrich. Oh, amazing. Oh, yeah. and, um, and who would Marlena like to, de- uh, like to Dietrich with tonight? <laughs> <laughs> Marlena
8: Dietrich. likes to do well, with know, tonight. Well, I don't know, but I know that she'd like to sing with Edith Piaf uh, because I thought, you know, oh. another continental European Love woman, it. period, period yeah. singer. I think just the two of them should sing together.
0: Yes, amazing. Okay, um, and
8: uh, what song would you like them? Well, I thought it might be fun to do a bit of musical theatre. So I, like I thought, uh, what do these two matriarchs of uh, of of continental Europe uh, need? They need a song about being a mama. So I've decided mm-hmm. to go for "When You're Good to Mama." From Chicago. Oh,
4: what a (laughs) classic! Mm.
0: Okay. Mm, Okay.
8: All right. So I reckon we play this
0: one pretty straight and sort of maybe just focus on the voices.
1: Here comes the piano. And now, ladies and gentlemen,
0: the keepers of the keys, the
1: countesses of the clink, the mistresses of Moira's role. I give you Marlena and Edith.
7: Ask any of the chickies in my pen. They'll tell you I'm the biggest mother hen. It's true. I love them all, and all of them love yeah, me.
0: Because Why? Because this system works. This system called reciprocity.
7: I will start Lipschitz. Got a little motto Always sees me through
0: When you are good to mama
7: Mama's
2: good to you There's
7: a lot of favors I'm prepared to do You do a one for mama She'll do one for you. They say that life is tilt for tat, and that's the way we live. So we deserve a lot of tat for what we've got to give. But Zumbas, don't you know that this hand she's that one too? 20 seconds, happy birthday, you're good to mama. Want my Revier, Pepper my Ragout Spice it up for Mama, She'll get hot for you. When they pass that basket, Folks contribute to you, put in for Mama, She'll put out for you. That's sex. So- the world adores, so boost me up my ladder, kid, and I'll boost you up yours. I'll be back. What's the one conclusion we can bring? This number two. When you go to mama.
0: So so much.
8: Thank you. That was so great. Deborah, Thank you for having me. It what was so a fantastic
0: fun. guest you've been. Absolutely amazing, boys. Let's have another round of yeah. applause for Deborah Francis. It's, great.
8: it's been a pleasure, a privilege, gang.
0: was a total joy to bring you stars in your ears live from the bunk beds at Jessington Towers featuring my pink ladies Jessington World of Adventures on keys and spray tanning it was Michael Californian Gold Ralston on drums and curling tongs it was Jonathan 80s crimp kitchen on guitar bass and pedeg, it was Rob the exfoliator Lamont our celebrity guest and head of lip gloss application was Deborah Francis. Are you going anywhere nice on your holidays? Quite. Our stunning sound engineer who flushes out all our bad takes was Joe Heichelonic-Walker. Special thanks for added silliness to Robin Lip Plump Morgan and Alex C. spray Silverman. I've been your sleepover hostess, Jess. Shit, my mom's coming. Switch the lights off, Robinson. Sweet dreams, movins. Love you.